When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings, weary travelers. Come, warm yourself by the fire and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tomriel. Brought to you by the unofficial scrolls pages now. I am your host, Arkanir Silver Shield, and I'm joined by our full crew. Starting with, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Lotus of Doom. How's it going, Lotus? I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. That's always good to hear. Also joining us from our USB counterpart, but now our beloved official co-host, Doc herself. How's it going, Doc? Good, hey guys! It's good to have you again. Uh, it looks like we, we managed to go on a spree here with the show. It's It's been a long time since we were as, you know, consistent with it, so I'm, I'm happy how this is going. Although today yeah, was a bit risky with me, but I, I made it. <laughs> I made it. That's fine. Literally right before I called you guys, I was like shoveling like stir fry and rice into my face. And I was like, all right, <laughs> four minutes. I was like, so this time I'm not starving throughout the show. Mm, Dreaming of eating. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that should help my focus, I guess. Or not. It's just talks I don't know. all we'll about provisioning we'll the entire show. Exactly. Yeah, now it's just going to be a provision cast. Where's Bodhi? Read <laughs> on your reds. <laughs> Which I assume we are going to talk about because it is New Life Festival. But oh, yeah. Ritz time. Which I yeah, don't Ritz, do Ritz, Ritz. anyway. <laughs> I was going to say, Ritz, Ritz, Ritz. Even for the people who never do Ritz. Right. <laughs> uh, so we don't have too much news this week. But we do, I assume, have quite a bit of tales. Because I feel like all of us has been... Uh, you know, throwing ourselves at corollary and stuff like that. Um, so we we probably will talk about that before. But before we get into that, we got uh, we got a couple um, sort of exciting behind the scenes updates again, as the trend has been going on. So the other day, I was at work and I had absolutely nothing to do, and I thought, okay, a nice it's... change at least for you. Yeah, <laughs> instead of yeah. stress and needing to work like, until three a.m. I was very free somehow. So I thought, okay, it's been a struggle pointing people towards somewhere. Now that the DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com is obsolete and USB is a massive Wikipedia that, you know, just pointing people there just for 
like Twitter links and Twitch links is difficult. So I don't, you know what we need? You know what Tails needs? Now that it's a flagship podcast, it, it needs its own website. So I sat down at work and created one called talesoftomrealpodcast.com. So now there's actually a full website um, for, for Tails that has all of our like uh, tweet links, partner links, uh, the content creation like Twitch, YouTube, that sort of stuff, Patreon, uh, and a contact you know, form and everything like that. It's small about section. And I'm going, I'm planning on writing every now and then important, like at least the important uh, stuff that is happening with the show as blog posts on the website. Um, for example, I mean, it's late, but I'll still add it there. Like us partnering with USB, joining Robots Radio Network, things like that. They will go on the website as in written form as well. And I do have maybe uh, posting some builds there like i've been i've been wanting to uh share my builds uh for a while without anywhere to actually do that so i'll probably just drop them on the website there as well but yeah now you can go to com and find all of that there um in addition to that I also, so Tales of Tomreal had a Twitch account because Tales of Tomreal came before Dungeon Crawler Network became a thing when Axe started to put more shows um, and turned it into a sort of network. But now that all of those shows are gone, DCN is gone, but Tales remains. So I thought, okay, well, Tales of Tomreal has a Twitch account called twitch.tv slash Tales of Tomreal. And if you go there now, you will see a bunch of Deltia. Uh, because he was the last, like, he was doing, handling the live stuff at the, when, when DCN started to become a thing and that Twitch account sort of, uh, like closed, but I managed to gain access to it again. So now we also have our own Twitch channel too. Yeah. Now we need to hijack mine and just throw it up here. So <laughs> I was going to say, we will actually have a, a legitimately branded Twitch channel unless something ever goes weird. I mean, you already kind of know where to find myself and Ark and mm -hmm. Doc, but like it'll be a little more easy to keep track of, hopefully, for everybody. Yeah. Now, the thing is, Lotus's Twitch is the most active among any of us. Um, we are going to try the Tales of Tomreal Twitch account, see if... Uh, it's not partner. It's not even. It's not even affiliated yet. Like you can't <laughs> even subscribe or do anything like that. But I feel like we are gonna get that in like a few days. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. It's up to you guys on that one. You guys yeah. gotta go and find us and follow us. Hashtag yeah. old AF. Because if you want to <laughs> see what Delta was like uh, eight years ago, check out those vods. <laughs> you can actually like if you go to that now, like twitch.tv slash tales of Tomriel, you can see that it was last live seven years ago. It has like oh 300 gosh. followers. It is a it is an ancient channel. That is like um, a so, weird relic of the past, right? Yeah, yeah. So we are gonna see how the how uh, you all react to it, um, and if you can get that all fired up and up to date, we are planning on using that. Now, one thing that'll also enable us is, in case of, you know, this current cast also moves on for whatever reason, from podcasting or from ESO. And another group comes by, which is the like aim for Tales of Tarmiel to always continue, regardless of who's hosting the show. Um, that way, they won't have to move around like Twitch channels mm -hmm. and things like that. Tales will have a central Twitch channel too. So if I'm not available or like 
Lotus will be able to host there. If Lotus is not available, I'll be able to host there. If neither of us are available, we are going to trick Doc into, you know, hosting the show as well, as well at some right. point. So, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that is the way we keep Tales going. We just invite people on the show, trick them into hosting the show, and then they can keep it going. That's the way. So, yeah. And ta- no, yeah. Guar, Guar stuff will be banned on that channel as well. <laughs> I'll set it up that um, But so, yeah, go ahead and follow. If you're interested in catching us live, go ahead and follow twitch.tv slash Tales of Tomriel. You can also find the link to that, of course, on talesoftomrielpodcast.com. Unless it links to you right now. Hold on, let me see. I don't no, know. No, it does go to the right place. Yes, okay, perfect. Because I was going to say, <laughs> um, just from, from you know, it. everybody's kind of like up a creek if I can't ever make a show because then it's like, all right, well, that's actually on Arc's channel this week or or maybe mm. Doc's got it, like whatever. Um, the, the thing is, it's like, I greatly appreciate everybody who comes by and hangs out regardless of whatever I'm streaming. It's usually Elder Scrolls stuff or whatever. So, you know, very much thank you. And for anybody who uh, does still swing by my channel and stuff like that, I'm going to put a... a tab to this channel just so you can know where to go from my thing Mm. as well just in my in my twitch channel so if you come here on a regular basis as so many of you are kind enough to do uh it'll be right there so even if you don't have another way to just i'll give a nice easy access click way to get over to it Mm. so I'll probably do something. I was already following y'all, so I didn't even realize that. (laughs) I just went on there. I was like, I'm, I'm, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty awesome. Is is that why I'm a true fan? Is that why (laughs) Doctor Who that two one nine followed you notification just popped up on my second screen (laughs) here on Taylor's account? Honestly, even I wasn't on my new, like, Arcanier's Quest account. Even I wasn't following Tales of Terminal. I forgot that that account existed. Like, a lot of us did. It it was the uh, okay. last relevant seven years I think years that's ago. what I looked for originally way, way back in the day until I realized that it was under Dungeon Crawler Network. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it moved over to Lotus. Um. So, yeah. But I think I, like, yeah. Because I, I went to go follow it. And I was like, oh, hey. I already followed it. That's great. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I like remembered that account existed was someone followed it. I don't know how they even found it because at the time, if you typed in Tales of Tamriel on Twitch, the search results would not return that account at all. Interesting. That's but too funny. the the email account that is connected to it, which is Tales of Tamriel Podcast at gmail.com, which is our current like contact email. Got a like someone followed you on Twitch, and I was like, "What Twitch?" I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's that's kind of the thing is uh, I'm becoming aware that actually the first time because I don't even think I had Twitch when I found Tales. I mm. listened to it via podcast, and when I found the live show, it was already like a Dungeon Crawler Network thing. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to be checking this afterwards when I have less things on less screens, oh. because I'm almost 100% sure that I'm definitely not following our Hashtag exposed. <laughs> I mean, Tales, we ended up sort of like after I took over DCN from Echelos, there was a lot of rebranding and trying to figure out what to do with all of that. But this past couple months, finally, like everything finally just mm-hmm. came together with, you know, joining USB and joining Robots Radio Network and finally being able to let DCN go. 
because I just, you know, the other shows just do not continue. So Tales becoming yeah. its own entity again has been a blessing for me as, as well mm. in terms of managing everything and branding everything. So I'm I'm really happy right. about that. Yeah. It was an eight-year-long play. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nolag Ball has nothing on our long play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was the behind-the-scenes update, and we'll all see you all over at... Um, the website looks great, also. Those places, yeah. I yeah. Still, so one it's thing is awesome. the mobile... In mobile version, it, it's absolutely borked. Uh, I'll uh, figure yeah, something out for like that crooked. as well. I tried yeah. to open it, and I was like, what the? <laughs> so <laughs> I am laptop at first, and I was like, oh, this looks good. And then I tried to view it on my phone, I was like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the banners don't show properly, and the stuff, like, do you see is out of order. So instead of, like, about latest posts, and then follow us on Twitter and latest episodes and widgets like that, it goes about widget posts, widget. So it's, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I yeah, need that... another free day at work to figure all that out. Do the mobile version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, that brings us to news, which are few. Starting with Morrowind DLC is actually now free. Now, what the Zaz has been doing for very long has is that whenever a new chapter releases, the previous chapter would turn into a DLC. So right. you would be able to access it with ESO Plus or purchase it with Crowns. But this is the first time a chapter is actually completely free. Um, yes. Um, it's very similar because uh, there was definitely some confusion about this. Because people mm. were like, what? It, wasn't it already free? Well, no, it was included in your ESO Plus subscription, mm. which it seems like most people that play the game consistently have. Um, it's <laughs> very you. similar. Yeah, I know. Except me. <laughs> um, but the what I was relating it to for people as best I could, it's like when the Imperial City DLC became a, a free download from the store. Mm -hmm. You just go in, you just get it. It's just yours. You don't need to buy. You essentially buy it for nothing is the best. Like, that's yeah. what you do. And then it's just it's just yours all the time um which is which is pretty cool because it is older i do find it a tad odd that even though so this is the first chapter they've included and it's the original quote unquote chapter because technically rothgar wasn't a chapter mm -hmm. it's just a little mm. weird that <laughs> Rothgar is still not included, but they went to the one after Rothgar. I don't know. It, it just struck me as a little odd, but even still, Morrowind is actually really, really good. I love that expansion. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot to it. So it's another thing that they added to the game just for essentially free base game, which is really great. Yep. One thing is this does not give you access to Warden class. Uh, yeah. It, it, that used Weird. to be separate when it was a DLC obviously. as well. Um, but yep. the classes that come with chapters, even if they become free or like get added into your ESO plus the DLC or whatnot, the classes stay separate. Uh, I think they are cost like 1,500 crowns, uh, which is less than what you get if you sub for one month of ESO plus two. Mm -hmm. um, so there is that. But still, yeah, I mean, the base game, whenever someone asks me about starting ESO and they're like, which edition sh should I buy and things like that, I'm like, just get the base one. 
Yeah. And that'll give you a few hundred hours worth of content before mm-hmm. you can decide whether if you want to invest more in the game. Yep. Yeah. And it's just, it's growing more. And I wonder if they are going to add the other chapters or like, now they are going to make the last chapter a DLC and the last from the, the first previous year becomes yeah, free <laughs> right it's just like have like a cycle where there's only so much between like there's a gap of ones you can buy and then the previous oldest that wasn't free becomes mm-hmm. free and then the last year's <laughs> one gets put into because that'll make the flow chart of what the hell do i buy way easier for people yeah. because it's real yeah. easy to complain right now you can check the uesp for a graph on how to do this <laughs> Uh, that's the one thing that people are very overwhelmed by when getting into ESO. It's like eight years of growth in the game, and they're like, dude, what do I do? Yeah, like, like, where do I start? I was like, yeah, I'm I'm like, good luck with that. I mean, do you want to follow the story chronologically or just jump into the latest thing? Do you want to just become competitive? Like, what are you looking for in this? I always suggest the exact same thing as you, Ark. I'm like, just start with base game, see if you like it. Because yeah. it's really low bar bar to entry, like for yeah. for just base game. Try that. If you really like it, then you can choose your path and kind of research yep. what's the best method for you. Mm-hmm. I never really suggest just like diving in. It's not worth it. Unless the newest chapter is like us it's sixty percent off, seventy percent off sale. And it's like, okay, well, it's like five bucks more. Well, okay, just buy that then because yeah. it gives you essentially base game. But like, it's really just kind of like base game is the way to go. And you'll find out if you like the game because it might not be for you. Like, and yeah. why spend $100 buying all these DLCs that could last you for years yeah. if it turns out it's like, actually, this is not really for me. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> a $10 barrier to entry is probably a lot better than that. Yeah, yeah. So the next bit of news is... Next, actually, in four days, uh, this Thursday, uh, April 14, at 4 p.m. EDT on twitch.tv slash Bethesda, there will be the High Isle chapter preview live stream uh, with uh, Rich Lambert, uh, creative director, art director CJ Greb, and writer designer Taylor Sire. I, I'm, I don't know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, C-Y-R, however that is pronounced. Uh, they will be talking about the Hyal chapter without giving any spoilers. Talk about the gameplay. There will probably be a lot of footage as well. Maybe some Q&As. So there will be an information dump of sorts on April 14. And those are always great to just get a, like get ahead of, get ahead of the launch. So you know what you're expecting. You mm-hmm. know what you want to focus on ahead of the launch. So you can... Like, on day one, just jump into all of that. Uh, There will, again, be post-show stuff with the community managers and gameplay designers uh, talking, like, more in-depth about the upcoming uh, content, like the card game. So, yeah, definitely something to tune in. There will also be rewards, um, as they usually do. You'll get a torch bug, I think. Something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, isn't it a violet torch bug this time? yeah, yeah. I was going to say purple, thank you. Yes, Violet. Yeah. <laughs> so for anyone, you know, who's been collecting those torch bugs, which I know a lot of people do every chance, um, yeah, there will be there will be another torch bug involved in this. 
Now, those are the announcement stuff, like the, you know, quick news type things. The most important thing this week is that Elder Scrolls Online is now eight years old. Yeah. For yep. April 4, 2014, to VR recording this on April 10, 2022, that's been eight years that, you know, I've been playing this game, I've been a part of this community, and God... That is overwhelming when you think about it. Yeah. Like, so much of who I am today has been shaped by people I've met through mm. Elder Scrolls Online. Like, you guys, you know, yeah. like Angelos, like mm. Ophelia, those communities. Everyone, you know, we podcasted with, became friends with. It's insane. Because without mm -hmm. that... I didn't, like, before that, I didn't have this gate to the rest of the world, in a sense, mm, with right. all these different cultures, different thoughts, different beliefs, different, like, ideas, different ways of life, so... The New England accent. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, it is, it is insane when you think about it. And Lotus was right, spot on, with the cake from last episode. Yeah, I he really was. <laughs> so I heard a couple of people ask if that was leaked or something. Because one, <laughs> it was brought up a couple of people like, well, wait, how did you get that? I was like, <laughs> okay, that was kind of like a, a luck thing. Like I was just saying that'd be neat. And based on the fact that last year it was the Deadlands. So I'm like, okay, well, we got the nautical theme. Mm -hmm. But like some people did ask if it was leaked. And I heard some people were like, you know, I thought I've seen that. So I don't even know if it was leaked at some point. I don't know. That's what I had heard. But if it was, don't leak stuff like that. It's lame. Mm, yeah. But on the flip side, I love this cake. It's my favorite one. Like, yeah. I was kind of it's saying what I wanted it cake. to be as much as like, and it's super cool looking. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it does have one fatal flaw, though, which is really, I don't know if, I don't think this was the first year that it's ever been done, but maybe it is. You can't annoy people with it because only <gasps> you can interact with it. What? what? No, what's no. the point of the cake then? I tried putting it in front of doors. I tried putting it in front on top oh. of crafting nodes and people were just walking through it and doing their business. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, everybody is acting like civil human beings. I can't jam cake in everybody's face. This is <laughs> what is happening. Um, so yeah, we, we were actually doing um, Shipwrights Regret, which you know we'll get into entails. And um, yeah, we were prepping with a cake as we charged in, so everybody would screw up when we jumped into the mm -hmm. area. And everybody just casually walked in, like there was no Dang cakes to trip it. over. I was like, wow, I unbelievable. The cake is a <laughs> That's almost bad as if they were like gonna fix the freaking um bug, like when you're running on your mount. Like they yeah. fixed that. I'm done. I quit. Some some <laughs> bugs should be left in the they game. If it's not game breaking and if it's hilarious, it should just stay in the game. I mean, why why like allocate resources to fixing something great? Also, Maddie has confirmed that it's it's been like that for a little bit. Uh, that, oh. that we have not been able to ram cake in each other's faces forcibly. <gasps> like call it's us trolls. Of... How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to accept it. <laughs> it's going to say. Look, back when that I was playing in. Back when I, I was playing in PCNA with Agelos, and we used to do these like drinking and oh, fishing, fishing nights, nights on Friday nights. 
my entire purpose was getting to Nurn Roots before Agelos and dropping a yep. cake on it so he couldn't pick it up because that was yep. his entire purpose. Getting to yeah. Nurn Roots before everybody else and picking the Nurn Roots up. So, yeah, instead he gets tasty cake and he can enjoy that. Yeah, well, the cake I being don't... an interactable has a special place in my heart. I refuse this. Well, see, the cake for me, like this was like years back, back in my streaming days. When um I like I was doing a dungeon with some friends and we were in Lair of Marslock, I wanna say. And um and my healer at the time, like I had the cake and I guess I hadn't swatched uh like switched over my um my quick slots mm -hmm. yet because on console guys your your quick slots are on your directional pad thingy. Like they're not on the keyboard, so you have to like move them around and stuff and so i've meant to put my potion um on there and instead it was still the cake and so we're literally in the fight where you know like where you have to kill like the the stranglers and then he comes down mm -hmm. and everything mm -hmm. it, we're in that boss fight and we're running around because we had never done this dungeon before so we were just running around trying to figure out mechanics and everything like that and all of a sudden you're like and the cake shows up <laughs> in the middle of the dungeon. It was like, oh, and I literally, I placed it in the center of the area where freaking Celine is. It was like, oh, who wants cake? <laughs> like, so, and so people kept accidentally like activating it. They're like, dang it. It was great. Um, I'm sad. Just because he's in chat and he was the first person, although several people have mentioned it. So uh, on that same theory or, or experience in the series Dungeon Tales that I've been doing where I'm doing the, you know, the, the storyline playthroughs of the Elder Scrolls online dungeons for people so that you can actually like experience the stories. We try to do them in, in like the most consistent, serious way. So you just get the story and it's just kind of us like role playing through it. But we don't do voice. So like you can just experience the game. So it's just mm -hmm. it is what it is, um, which is also in a couple situations very good that we don't have voice because you don't hear us on the other side where we're edited out. So you just get the game dialogue and everything like that. And um, shout out to Crown, who, uh, you know, Crown ASO, who is the first one to catch it. Um, during the video for Fungal Grotto 2, I thought I had potions slotted on my quick bar. And during the fight with the guy who drains all your magicka when you're mm -hmm. fighting over the obsidian husk, uh, mm. while we're fighting on the staircase, I go to pop a potion and I'm like, birthday cake, like right in the middle of it. I'm, like, I'm not editing this. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I'm not editing this. And on our side, they're like, get that stupid fucking cake out of the way. And it's like, damn it. <laughs> so yeah, that is, uh, that was the first blooper that was actually in any of those videos where I was like, oh my God, I have the cake slot because I can't keep my ui mm. off to <laughs> limit clutter so you can see the environment more right. so i can't see my own bar so i have to do everything rotation everything off memory only and that was just it i assume i had fixed the hut slot button and i was like oh nope definitely didn't do that <laughs> that is a birthday cake and it's a super outdated one i think it was like the 2018 one or something <laughs> like that i was like nice. when was the last time i used this character <laughs> See, the thing is, I am the type of a tank that will stop taunting the boss or fighting the boss. And if I see a cake, I'm interacting with it in the middle of the yes. fight. I don't care. I, I don't care what happens to everybody else in the group. I am eating the cake. cake. Waste. That's a sin. Yeah. You do not yeah. let cake go to waste ever. Oh, just wasteful. Stale yeah, cake. Never. <laughs>
Gross. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that. <laughs> yep. So, May, yeah. It's hard as a rock uh, or maybe just a little furry, fuzzy kind of. Oh, <laughs> uh, specialty Khajiit cake. Uh, yeah, so... It, it's, I don't know. It's kind of mind-boggling to think that this game has been running for yeah. this. Like, it is cl closing in very rapidly on a decade of this mm -hmm. game being around, which is, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, I don't know. It, much, much like Ark, um, I've been involved with, you know, different video game communities and stuff like that as one of my, like, main hobbies. Um, but... Everything around Elder Scrolls Online has been very different. Mm. Uh, people are generally helpful. They are nice. And not that it's now it's becoming a little more in its circles. Like the follow community is really awesome. I know the Destiny community tends to be very positive and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But uh, yeah, this is very different from the background I came from with like competitive shooters where mm -hmm. it's just like, not to downplay, but like I've seen some of the stuff like when people are being toxic in chat, I'm like, wow, that borderlines on a compliment in some of the old games I used to play. Whereas like this, yeah. it's like, <laughs> no, that's super fence. Like, well, it is. That's not don't be a douche. But I was like, at the same time, I was like, wow, that would not even like hit the radar and some of the other things I played. Mm. So it's like just the fact that this community is like overall just nicer and more mm -hmm. accepting. And it's it's like ev not everybody, but the majority of us have fun grouping up to do things, whether it's mm -hmm. outside mm -hmm. game, inside game, whatever the case. And that's a very different experience than anything I had had prior to Elder Scrolls Online. So to all of that, you know, it, it's been a really good experience. I really like it overall. And I never did any type of stuff like we do with this podcast i mean i literally <laughs> became a podcaster because of this game so. yeah for real though like i yeah. mean I, like that this game actually opened up so many doors um for things that i didn't even know i wanted to do until being part of this community like podcasting and everything like that like and that right. really like ignited because i always kind of wanted to do like so, like when i was a kid i wanted to be in radio and stuff I mean, some some of you younger people don't know what radio is anymore. But, <laughs> Arg, my but heart. We didn't have podcasts back then. But um, and so now, you know, being able to do this stuff, it's like, wow, none of this would have happened if it hadn't been for Elder Scrolls Online. And like some of my closest friends that I've had for years now are from meeting them in Elder Scrolls. Mm -hmm. Um, online and I mean like some of these people like even though we don't see each other like some of us have actually gotten to meet each other in person but some of us still haven't gotten a chance to but at the same time like they have been a part of my life through some of my hard stuff that I've gone through in the last few years you know like they've been there like family and so it's just crazy like to think like in the last eight years how much this game has impacted my life on a personal level that I never would have thought of. And this is my first mm. like online gaming experience because before that I was a complete solo player. In fact, even the first like year, two years that I played this game, I didn't interact with people really. 
Um, and so it also caused me to have to really step out of my comfort zone, out of my own little like bubble and actually mm-hmm. like get to meet people because I wanted to do more things in the game and stuff. And because of that, that's how I met so many amazing people. And so, yeah, it's just crazy when you really look at how much this game has impacted your personal life, you know, like it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like I look back in at life and there's like some things I'm not happy about, some things I regret and whatnot. But then I think, okay, everything that happened up until 2014, whatever it may be, resulted in me picking up Elder Scrolls Online hmm. and resulted in me resulted in me being here today. So I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm happy with that. You know, it's like I wouldn't change a thing at this point. So that's that that's that's a great thing to have. And that's an I don't know how the devs feel about this, but that is one hell of an achievement. Like to it cultivate really a community is. like this is it's mm-hmm. it's it's to me it's not about the sales numbers it's a, it's not about the profits yeah. it's not it none of that matters when you when you can like, like when you cultivate a community like this that you can be proud of and i can only imagine how amazing that must feel for everyone who was involved in like the development side of this it's it's that's the thing that i aim to you know mm find one day as that's why i got into game development basically yeah that's the other thing too that's like right from the beginning before i was involved with like any of this stuff and i went to uh a pax east and it wasn't bethesda game days it was literally just pax east type (laughs) of deal Hmm. um and there there was a booth for the elder scrolls online uh morrowind i think might have been the first one and the devs were just there hanging out with people in line or whatever. And yeah, my, my thing was, was like, oh, cool. The devs actually like do stuff like that's weird. <laughs> like I wasn't really like expecting that. And, you know, I, it was pretty neat the first time. And then like, you know, I was just somebody I, I listened to Tales of Tamriel and I watched, you know, different. But I, I wasn't involved with anything beyond just like, oh, I'll post something every now and then on Twitter or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like the, the one of my first interactions other than just like a casual hello type of thing. And I actually have a Morrowind book like uh like the the guide or whatever mm. and all the devs actually have signed the inside of it from Aww, the first moment i went awesome. to uh because again i didn't know who they were i was like oh this kind of <laughs> here. i was like i wonder if they'll just like sign the thing that'd be kind of cool Aww. and they all did um and i remember the next event i went to and you know surprise the story is about finn uh the, <laughs> the eternal overlord of abuse um but but it was funny because um one of the next events i was at I went and I still wasn't in really involved with much of anything. Um, but I had started to get into like posting a lot of the random stuff I did. And I started to get into Twitch streaming. So that was at the time when we were just like, okay, we're just not going to use a healer. And it was before it became like mm. this toxic thing, like <laughs> F all the healers. And it was more like, look, we're just not going to use healers type of thing. When it was more of just like the idea of it was, it was more of a flex than it was like, oh, wait, healers are worthless, because that was never really what we were going for. But we were like, okay, well, we'll just do all this crap without healers. And um, we had done, like, a bunch of stuff, and, you know, we we, we went, and I remember being at uh, the event, and 
Finn came over to our table and was just chatting with us for a little while. And I introduced myself to him and I was like, oh yeah, I, you know, I, I, on Twitter, I'm like, loads of doom. And his response was, yeah, I remember. He's like, I know who you are. He's it's like, you're one of the people who shits on healers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy crap. He actually like knows enough about a random Twitter account from some player who posts pictures about yeah. like, hey, look, we just did this hard mode without a healer or this one without a healer. And he just sat with us having a beer and just talking That's about so random cool. crap. And I was like, this is so unlike anything I'm used to. Mm, <laughs> you know I what? Now I'm, now I'm convinced that Stone Garden is your fault, Lotus. <laughs> because up until Stone Garden, I used to be able to do all the dungeon hard modes without a healer. <laughs> then came freaking Stone Garden. And as, I'm now convinced as... that Stone Garden happened after your interaction with Finn. It's... I was going to say, the Stone Garden one's rough. Never have I universally seen everyone be like, we... Okay, we all agree we don't come back here without a healer ever again. <laughs> was the finale to Coral Ares hard mode. It was just like, no, Amazing. this is I'm not doing this without a healer. It is just mm -hmm. miserable abuse. They gonna... made healers viable <laughs> and useful. Yeah, it's you yep. need your healers. Be kind <laughs> to your healers, guys. On the flip side, uh, I was going to say, some of our healers have never been happier from some of my guilds and groups that I run with. They are so pleased because they, everybody's just like all about them being in every run now, which because oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, even if you are doing stuff without, it's just like, it's become very like, oh, I just, this is great. Like, I like having a healer. I don't have to squirm around with resources all the time. Right. This is lovely. So yeah, I was going to say it's, it's. I do like the shift where it feels better to have a healer again mm -hmm. because there was a chunk of time where you had options because that's one of the things that I've liked is you've had options. But like in some of them, it, it was just like, this is objectively slower to have a healer, mm -hmm. which is weird. It doesn't feel that anymore. Like, so yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of healers feeling needed in mm -hmm. a lot of stuff again. I, yeah, I personally- in, in some of the old dungeons, you could just skip mechanics if you had three- dps and that would mean like you don't get damaged at all in the first place because the boss couldn't do anything but yeah they right. they, they yeah. slowly figured that problem out in, in yes dungeons. And, and you know and again it's all we've we've stressed this many times where a lot of times it's just what the people in your group are comfortable with like that's that's mm -hmm. a big thing is like you know, people who get told for being elitist or whatever, but you have like Nephis and Skinny Cheeks even being like, look, when it's your group, you decide what works mm. for you. And I agree with that. If you guys want a healer, great. If you don't want a healer, fine. There, there was one where uh, recently when I was just goofing around on PC, uh, <laughs> we were doing a, a random, uh, I just queued for like a random vet because I needed some extra like mats out of it as well. And I was like, well, I need the purple stuff. So I might as well do a vet and I don't have access to the DLC on PC. So I was like, it's got to be base game, <laughs> um, which is great. Uh, if yep. you want to just cheese your daily, just hit me up. Uh, cause <laughs> <laughs> can only be base game for me. And, yeah. um, but like the people that joined in, I get it. Like it would annoy people if this group might've fallen into them, but I was just like, I want to go quick. I want to do whatever, but you know, and it was funny because I knew immediately that the, <laughs> the tank was fake. Like that was very oh, quick God. too. And uh, and it was funny because, like, I don't know if they thought they were in a random normal or whatever, but, like, 
everybody in there seemed very competent. And I was like, do we have any roles except a DPS? Mm-hmm. And everybody was just like, no. I was like, <laughs> is everybody fine with just nuking this then? And they were like, oh, yeah, as long as people can give up. I was like, you don't worry about what I can do. I'm asking, is everybody on board with mm-hmm. this? And we just four DPSed it. And it was mm-hmm. nice. And it, that was the thing. I actually slotted a taunt and just roll dodged around a whole bunch. Nice. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's fine as long as everybody's on that same page. Yeah. But it's one of the older dungeons. We do that in something like Corollary. No, absolutely not. I'm going to be yeah. destroyed so fast. I don't even know what's going on. Like, Dude, so I, it, it doesn't work like that for everything. Some yeah. dungeons I want to bring two healers instead of two DPS. I'm like, I, I, I don't want more damage. I want more heals, damn it. I mean, save, save me. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's definitely one of those things. It's just all about the dynamic. And it's just, I like that the recent dynamic definitely seems to be oh this is actually more enjoyable with a healer for Mm. for anything i've had so kudos yeah Yeah. more on that when we get to tales (laughs) yeah oh yeah there'll be lots of dlc stuff yeah so on the actual topic of new life festival um it is pretty much the same as last year every daily quest that you do gives you a whole bunch of things through the anniversary jubilee gift boxes you can get uh, like masterets. You can get um, motifs, recipes, yep. furnishing plans, and a lot of this. I think reward wise, spider parts. So many mm-hmm. spider so parts. So many spider parts. <laughs> front legs, as I've heard, so apparently. Yeah, front front legs. <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> but reward wise, I think New Life Festival has the most amount of drops. Like it's it's. Oh yeah, drop oh, yeah. rate it is it alone. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. doing your writs by yep. yeah. Um, yep. and as for like compared to last year, you get a new spider pet, uh, the mm-hmm. Aura Firepot Spider, which you will most likely get the front legs seven hundred times and the rest <laughs> of the pieces maybe once. Uh, I don't know what went wrong there. Um, yeah. There is the saber keel armor style. And I haven't even as- looked at that yet. I forgot to preview it. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's, it's it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> to me, it looks elvenish slash daedricish. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, hmm. it, it didn't grow on me. Um, it doesn't the- give me an achievement for collecting it. it goes in the pile. <laughs> don't care. Nah, fair. <laughs> Um, you can also get the fragments for the Owl Relic Quasgriff. Yes! Oh, yeah, Quasgriff. I love that it. Yes, that thing. really cool. It yeah, does. that is a pretty cool mount. Basically, a wingless griffin pet. Uh, yeah. No, not pet, mount. Mount, um, yeah. And it looks... it. The thing I love about it, it has... It, it looks like autumn incarnate like this entire thing looks like yes. it came out of autumn like it's the avatar yes. of fall so i i, I really like it <laughs> the avatar those co- those are my favorite colors man i i really love that yeah no that thing is really really cool looking mm-hmm. um what do you call it and uh yeah it's it's nice to have a mount that again you can earn in game that people actually want to specifically get too because mm-hmm. like i it seems like most people are on board with that thing is really cool looking it's not yeah. another indrik it's not another indrik <laughs> <laughs> no more indrix yeah. no more indrix <laughs> um so this event has already mounts, started though, yeah it has yeah. 
But speaking of mounts, though, because it's as of yesterday. Oh, oh yeah, I'm behind them. Like, just quickly to too. reference, we, we've we've mentioned the, the really good month of login rewards. <laughs> speaking of login rewards and mounts, uh, as of yesterday, you were able to first activate the uh, lion mount, which I posted mine roaring on a cliff because it has a really cool like roar animation that you can do if you're standing still. Ooh. Yeah, if you if you trigger it's sound effect it's actually really cool but uh yeah that that is a from somebody who's like okay you know whatever with the a lot of the cosmetic stuff it's fine that it's there i know people like it yeah. one of the things that i was kind of curious about just because it's like well it's free and they do get flack a lot for like having these hyper elaborate other mouth granted it doesn't have like fish or meteors coming out like all around it and stuff but just as a mount i think that thing look really awesome like mm -hmm. it's really like a detail i think it looks really cool and the other thing that it does do is if your mount upgrades are active which is a thing you can turn on or off mm -hmm. uh based on your endurance and um what is it? Carry stamina, supplies speed, and stuff like carrying that. capacity. Yeah, stamina, yeah, thank you. speed, carry, yeah. It gets armor and looks mm. even cooler. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the ones that actually reacts to that stuff. So turn that on because I think it looks really cool. It, it looks like a battle cat type of thing. Ooh. And as Isha actually mentioned in chat, I like the lower fantasy thing. So yeah. the fact that it doesn't have like a galactic butt or something like that is actually a selling point to me. Um, I would much rather just be a lion. So galactic that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm behind. I I thought I was logging in every day, and yesterday I checked. I still have like five days, and I'm like, what happened to my five days? I thought I was logging in every day. Right? What just well, happened? It's, it's the thing is, it's not even like an end of the month. Like, oh, don't miss too many days. You can miss a lot of it's days. It's like eight days. It's like yeah. the yeah. It's like the and eight I still days. don't have it's, it. It's very attainable. You you still get time. Yeah. You can take another week off and you still have time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm more I would nervous lose the jester, about though. missing. I would. I would not want to miss the jester. Yeah. I would yeah. be so sad. So I'm like, I have to remember to log in because it's just been busy life and everything. So it's like, oh no, I don't yeah. want to lose the jester. I'll be so sad. <laughs> like I really want the tester. <laughs> uh, so the event will run until April 19, so still a plenty time even after the show is edited and published, which should be tomorrow. Um, but yeah, definitely go do your dailies, get your tickets if you're interested in the uh, motifs or like the uh, mount, or just enjoy the cake, you know, uh, double yeah. XP, stuff like that. It's always right. good, so... Yeah, anything else you all want to add on the New Life Festival? It Because it's a daily related thing, I don't do much of it, so I don't no, have too much No, uh, the only thing that's <laughs> worth mentioning, because I've seen it questioned from some new players, so it's really just if anybody is newer to Elder Scrolls Online and is unsure, a lot of these things relate to, like, um, your account as opposed to your character. Um, you will only get tickets from eating your cake once a day. Uh, mm -hmm. That's how you get your mm -hmm. your event tickets, which personally I love because it's so easy. You don't need to do a quest. You don't need to do squat. Yeah. If you just want your tickets, <laughs> you can log in, grab yeah. a slice of cake, shove it in your face, and you're all done. Like you got yeah. your tickets for the day. You don't need to do anything. Yeah. Um, on the other side of that, for these event boxes we were talking about, it's from any 
repeatable, which is the little mm-hmm. blue icons for quest givers, mm-hmm. you can do them. So you can get up to, I, I believe it's 50, but it could be 40. I, I don't know. I haven't hit cap this event because it's, I have so much stuff in game. I just really haven't really cared too, too much about min maxing the way I have prior years. Um, but you can do 40 or 50. Someone in chat can confirm if, I, if I'm off. But there, there's a set amount before, like, you can do so many repeatables before it's just like, okay, that's enough boxes for you. <laughs> um, and I believe it's 50. But it is character-based. Mm-hmm. So if you hit the limit on a character and go to a different character, you can do it again. Like, you get 50 more. And then you go to another character, you do 50 more. So do Ritz on all your characters if you want, because you will get it on all the characters. You you have a huge pool of these things, depending upon exactly how much you want to get out of this um, exactly. So yeah, definitely with the, you know, Jubilee goodness, take advantage of it as much as you would like. Because uh, you can get a lot of, like we were saying, there's a lot of stuff to get and... Normally, you can't get quite this many gift boxes with so minimal effort. Um, yeah. This is probably the most advantageous event that mm-hmm. this game runs. <laughs> yeah. It's the, oh, it's but also definitely make sure when you pull out your cake to activate it. Because sometimes, because I know for me, there have been times when I have actually forgotten to activate my oh, cake yeah. and actually eat it. Yeah. You will not get your tickets if you don't activate the cake. Like there have been several times I'll just pull up the cake and then I'll run off on my merry yeah. way and I'm like, oh shoot. Yeah, so, no, like, act, yeah. yeah. Make sure to eat it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. Yep. Your character will run off the extra poundage later on. It's fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but uh yeah, with that, I know I think that's pretty much everything on the news front mm-hmm. um of things at the moment. All right, so that'll bring us to Tales. But before that, um, I got a message from uh, Logan, the lore healer. Um, and while I didn't do this myself, I like the idea a lot. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna bring it up to see what you guys think. Okay. So it read, "Hey, Ark, I listened to Tales and have have him for a while. Had a theory. What if the new quest giver Samuel in the Jester's Festival was the Daedric Prince Sanguine in disguise? He was called Sam." Uh, with, with, with a weird last name in Skyrim. Thought might be an interesting way for the devs to slide him in. What are your thoughts? Wasn't sure uh, how to get the question. So, I like the idea because in the last um, D&D in the D&D campaign that we used to play with uh, Ophelia, Dawn, Kayan, and Ninja, Ophelia actually put an NPC that, like, organized this festival in solitude called Samuel as well. And he turned out to be freaking sanguine. Um, and I'm like, ooh, well, I like this idea. Um, now, because, as you know, I don't do events and I don't do repeatable quests. So I don't remember, I don't know this NPC, but what do you guys think? Could it be, could it be sanguine? Does he have the vibes for it? Okay. So I very much do have something for this because, uh, I was actually, he, he messaged both of us. Oh, okay, great. Um, so, so they did message both of us. And um, I, I tossed Logan a quick response uh, just because I was at work. But I actually totally think this is plausible uh, as, as a potential. And the reason is there is precedent for this in the series. Um, 
in Elder Scrolls Blades, there is a oh. quest giver called, uh, hold on, I'm bringing it up here because I don't want to get it entirely wrong, Theodore Gorlash, who looks incredibly and sounds very much like Sheagorath, and his name is an anagram of Lord uh, Sheagorath. Oh, okay. It's literally <laughs> an incarnation of him in Blades who gives you quests, and his name is just a, it's an anagram it. of of actually, so that is not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> this actually seems very much like something they would do. Um, so I was like, yep, that's actually a really good catch. I bet they probably did do a little nod to that. It's like, yeah, all right, you know, we'll just give a nice. quick one, do an <laughs> overview. So I, I think that is a high potential for that to be the case. Yep. Yeah, I, I wish the event was still active when I got the message. Then I would have gone like and checked the and NPC checked myself. Out. And checked but, out. Yeah. yeah, it would make sense to me, though. Like, I definitely <laughs> could see that being something. Plus, I love whenever they do like shout outs to the other games and stuff. And Sam was my favorite in Skyrim whenever I came across that quest. So that, that is mm-hmm. one of my favorite <laughs> side quests in the game. Like, I love that one. So, yeah. Yeah. So great question, great catch. Mm-hmm. I I definitely think you're onto something as far as I'm uh, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and actually that's true. That's the other thing uh, Livia brought up. I was going to say Theodore Gorlash or Sheagorath. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he actually lets you change uh, change your appearance too in Blades, okay. which is yeah, it's it's a very cool little like Easter because I thought there was something where I was like, oh, this is interesting when i found that <laughs> back back originally so it's like yeah it's i don't know it definitely seems like a cool little easter egg and that mm-hmm. this series is very much into very just subtle enough easter eggs mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like somebody's gonna catch this it's not meant to be completely uncaught but at the same yeah. time it's like all right give a little little nod in this direction <laughs> yeah i guess i'll 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 i don't know i'll fi- either find a youtube video of it or or check remember to check it out next year if i do but we'll we'll see or maybe by then i'll actually start doing my events which uh, looks not much hopeful but (laughs) we'll see um so that'll bring us to tales but before we get to that section of course we have a round of shout outs to do and a little break to take this week, um, our most recent supporter of it, patreon.com slash UESP, is Bill Gronwald. Sorry if I butchered that again, as usual, <laughs> but we really appreciate the support. It helps both UESP, your favorite and most comprehensive Elder Scrolls resource, and this show continue. So if you are interested, go check it out, patreon.com slash UESP. You'll also get a lot of cool Elder Scrolls themed rewards both digital and physical so no reason not to do that we don't have an itunes review um this week so we are going to skip that but if you do leave us a uh, review on itunes this will be where we read it and hopefully it will not have guars or almir dominion in it like it always does every five star i do not understand this but somehow and from the uh from the spotify side of things so you know for everybody who's you can't leave words on Spotify, oh, yeah. but we're well over a hundred five-star reviews on that too. So thank you so much for, for all of that help over. I don't on know why Spotify. I can't see that. Is that, I, have no I don't know. Like, like it doesn't show up on my, maybe it's an Android thing or maybe it's a region thing, but for some yeah, reason, maybe it's a region thing, but yeah. yeah so I'll thank just you leave that to, to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
yeah, thank you everybody for for taking the time to to rate us over there. Um, but mainly, I just wanted to say I assume that all of you are secretly in your head writing about how great guars are um, for every one of those five stars on Spotify. It might Me not too. be said, but each star is a little heart <laughs> for a guar. I yes. do not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so all these reviews and ratings definitely help the show. Uh, it gets it out there. And when someone sees it, like for the first time, they see that, you know, okay, this show has a good rating, has a lot of ratings as well, which means, you know, it's active. It has a following, things like that. So it definitely helps us with the visibility and growth. So we appreciate that. With that said, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the tales of Tonriel, of course. Welcome back, travelers, for the fan favorite section of the show, which is our tales. And we are going to start right off the bat with Doc, because during the break, her entire internet starting blowing up as it is the custom with tails and we don't know how long she'll be able to on stay on the call at this point it might be limited time so doc take it away what have you been doing in in, in elder scrolls this okay. past week yeah um also my chat on my phone's not working either so i do not know what's happening um Only anyway thing working seems to be discord for you that's right okay now. that's okay we'll just keep it as it that's the okay part. this is the important part um so uh Last night, uh, I haven't done a lot except for the anniversary event. I have I have missed like a day or two, I think. I'm not wanting to. It's just life's been busy. But um, do my daily writs and everything like that. Get my rewards. Got lots of spider parts. You know, uh, lots and lots of them. Or <laughs> good things about front um, legs. I know, those front <laughs> legs, man. And um, But I got my spider pets and... I realized after the fact, I was like, I don't even want the pet. Like, why, why did I Why did I spend the ticket to buy the instruction manual when I really don't even want the pet? Because it's not like I'm ever going to use the pet. Like, why did I do this? But it's just like, it was that, like, I have to collect all the things. Yeah. And so I wasn't thinking. And I was excited because I had all three parts. So I bought it. But um, definitely had buyer's remorse, like, directly after. Um <laughs> Like, I wish, I wish, I wish that there was a feature where you could actually return the thing you bought and get your event tickets back. Because I'm like, oh. Here's my event <laughs> rebate. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, last night, so um, my three of my friends and I, we do dungeon runs and everything. And we've been trying to get like all these different um, achievements done in the different dungeons. Uh, you know, getting like the we're getting the trifectors, like the challenger achievements and the older DLC dungeons. And then once we get those taken care of, then we want to go for the actual like perfectas mm -hmm. and the newer dungeons. And we'll get like the hard modes like for a long while we were well, not for a long while, for a few weeks, we were going for the stone garden hard mode. And then the new dungeons came out. So we're and so we're like, all right, let's take a break on that and try the new dungeon, which we've only done it once. And that was last week. And then last night we were talking about like, well, what do we want to do? And the topic came up uh, that I realized I did not have the, what is it called? The stable, stable man, beast. man beast skin from Moon Hunter Keep, uh, Vent Moon Hunter Keep. I had most of the achievements, like I had the hard mode done in there, 
but I guess I just still didn't have the no death and my friends did. And so they're like, all right, let's go get, let's go in there and get doc her hairy arms. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yes, (laughs) hairy arms for the win. And so we went in there, got it done, super easy peasy. But while we were doing that, we had been talking about, because I really want the Chevalier title from Moongrave Fane. And none of us have that, that achievement. And that's basically the trifecta. It's um, where it's the hard mode, no death speed run in Moongrave Fane. And so none of us have it. The only person that had the hard mode was our healer, who's an, an outstanding healer. And um, and so he was not in a hurry to go back in there and do hard mode again because he was like, I don't know. But the next thing we know, instead of going back to Stone Garden, as we were thinking about doing, we're loading into Moongrave Fane when our healer had no say in the matter whatsoever. He was like, wait, why are we going to Moongrave Fane? And we're like, because we're doing it. And so <laughs> we went in there and bless his heart. We owe him all kinds of cookies and all the goodies because we got our hard mode done there. Nice. Um, that was rough, guys. That hard mm-hmm. mode is definitely rough, um, but it was fun. Uh, so we got that done. And so now we just need the speed run and the no death, which I was all for because I was like all hyped up on like yeah, energy heart- and yep. adrenaline <laughs> from getting it done. So I was like, let's just do it. Let's do it. I, let's get the title. Come on. And they're just like, no. We're done. We're done. And I was just like, but we can do it. And they were like, no. I definitely think you did the hardest part of that. We did. We did. I think they were just burnt out because we spent like, I think, I don't know, two hours in there. Mm. And I get it. It was getting late. But I was just like, I was, I was just like, let's go, let's go. And they're like, no, go next week. And I was just like, Um, okay. Did you you encounter any, uh, of the weird box glitches like did it get stuck in the ceiling oh my gosh yeah (laughs) the worst half the time that was what was screwing us up was those stupid boxes in the sky yep they get stuck yeah and then some of the times it wouldn't even show period like we'd be like we're supposed to hit the box but where is it yep like (laughs) yeah that was that was super fun um (laughs) no no sarcasm (laughs) detected (laughs) but i just i like that dungeon I don't know what it is. It's very pretty dungeon. Um, I don't know. I just like it. So we just need to, we'll go back in there. And I don't know, that title is just really cool. Mm -hmm. So we'll go back in there. And because it is a difficult one um, to get done, not as many people have those achievements. So that was another reason why we're like, let's go because it is super difficult. So I'm glad we got the hard mode done at least. We'll go back in there. But for the fact um because we still wanted to play we just didn't want to do anything difficult uh which was a mistake but we we're like let's just do the easy non-dsc vet pledges which you know fungal grotto 2 and mm-hmm. crypt of hearts 2 <clears throat> no problem whatever so we get into fungal grotto 2 y'all our br- our brains were broken <laughs> like we all wiped on the first box. The spider. I love when that happens. Like, like we were like, what is happening? And so our group, we have this like ongoing joke with one another because we like to troll each other. There are times when we're just like, you know what? Uh, oops, I forgot to taunt the boss. Like, mm-hmm. or oh, I forgot to heal. My bad. Like, because we just like to troll each other. And if one of us dies, we all will stop what we're doing before we res them and teabag one another. That's just what yep. we do. Like, because it's, it's just legit. hilarious. Yeah. You know, like even if 
like in a dire moment where it's like, no, seriously, no teabagging. Get that person up. We need yeah. them. <laughs> no, they're, they're probably going to, we're probably going to wipe because somebody died and the teabags are necessary. So <laughs> principles are important. Yeah. That's our group. So, <laughs> the sweepy uh, note's another great one. You just sweep in their dead bodies. That's one of my personal <laughs> favorites. I love that. That one. I might steal that one. That's, yeah, that's, that's a great, great one. Really makes people angry in PvP when they expect <laughs> or something, and it's like, are you skinning fish on my dead body? It's like, yeah, uh, I need a disrespect, man. <laughs> it's like, I'm getting perfect row right now. You like that? I'm making money by doing this. I love yeah. it. So yeah, so we of course were we were all like slap happy by the time we were in Fungal Gratitude because we were exhausted, and so we went from the first boss. And we just don't even care. And by the second one, our healer is like, y'all are going to suffer because you made me suffer in Moongrave Fane. So, you know, like where the second boss like sits on top of the rock and is just there until she finally jumps down and then she calls her shades and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, while once the boss jumps down, the healer, our healer goes up to the top of the rock and he just sits there. He doesn't heal us. No, nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's like whatever and everything. And so he's like, I just want to see who's going to who's going to get murdered first by the shades, because we all know none of us are even going to put in the effort to kill the shades. Like, I don't know. And the best part was that the heal our healer got chosen first on top of the rock. So the shades are literally Perfect. hovering over the rock and we're all doing a dance you know because we're just like oh this is what mm. you get for not healing us yeah. and <laughs> so then eventually we all wiped from um yeah. that boss because instant karma yeah, yeah. Instant karma because, and i think we like wiped like twice on that boss because we were just <laughs> mentally done and i was just like guys i'm not doing the second pledge with y'all like i'm done like after this dungeon <laughs> like this is gonna take us two hours to get through this place and so we finally did um yeah at one point like the boss where he zaps off all your resources like i didn't even care and i like legit forgot the mechanics and just ran down there and taunted him didn't even bother like didn't even bother to bring him to the stairs and so we made that boss fight far more difficult than we had <laughs> oh so, yeah so it was just it was a mess by the end i was like guys I i'm done like you're right the no death <laughs> speed run for Moongrave would never have happened like it just our brains were broken so um so yeah so that's what we did last night um it was a lot of fun though um we usually have a blast and then um this next week hopefully we'll get that done and have the chevalier so i'm yeah, super excited yeah, so um so that's pretty much it for me. Um I think so. Yeah, so, I haven't played a lot this week. One thing that I just because I know uh just because we're on the Moongrave Fane thing and I, I yeah. you just did it. I know Ark has his notorious stories with not being able to see the damn homunculi that <laughs> literally won't so I just want to specifically shout out um uh, our our group healer parker um who a lot of people got to see for the first time on stream when we did the dungeons blind um you couldn't hear her because you know we have some people not sharing their voices or whatever because you know whatever people are comfortable with but some people got to see when when we finally started using a healer some people finally got to see like oh us trying to figure stuff out and we had her with us um she i stand by the fact that she's like you know an amazing healer or whatever and 
it's funny when people, um, I guess, don't realize how good they are at what they do because mm-hmm. it's just like they're used to it and they're not, it's not braggy. Like they're, they're prouder when they do stuff, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's what they're trying to do. It's just their job. And when we were originally going for our uh, Perfecta in there, she actually hadn't done the place on hard mode, period. So she was just like, okay, I don't know. What, like, whatever. <laughs> like, okay. So we warned her about the heel check thing because there's oh, this... For anybody who doesn't check. know, um, when you touch the box or if a Horovor nibbles at you in the hard mode to Moongrave Fane, you will get this giant gray shield that goes over your shield and basically it's an inverse healing shield where you have to heal through that shield in order to be allowed to get health back mm-hmm. it also gives you an i believe it's a 90 percent heal reduction to yourself so basically it makes it so someone else has to heal you out of it yeah. is, is how the idea works um important caveat you never want your healer to get that. And if they do, <laughs> someone screwed up because like you're all done for at that point. Um, because the healer is the one who needs to get everybody out of it. And I think it's like 40,000 hit points or something like that. It's a pretty it's substantial. It's, it's a big one. And while we were showing Parker how, like how the actual thing was, because she didn't know she had never done it. Uh, she whacked the box, which gives you the debuff. <laughs> And she's like, ah, what's on my health bar? And we were like, <laughs> oh, that's that's the thing you need to heal through. We need to wipe because we're done for. Yep. And so casually, she goes, no, nah, I probably got this. And she healed herself out of I the act. I could heal yourself. Neither did we. <laughs> and that has to be like, done, well, she, she had to she put out what, it, like 400,000 Heal afterwards she was like oh my god guys she's like i'm so sorry she's like i have no magical left i've got to fall back for a minute we were like how are you not dead (laughs) what do you mean i was like how could you physically hit buttons and have enough magicka to do what you just did it doesn't make any friggin sense like you should be dead (laughs) so (laughs) we were like mind blown from that and since she wasn't really experienced with it she was just thinking she's like oh i screwed up i can't heal you guys and we were like we're all fine (laughs) <laughs> How are you alive? Like, what is going on? And it's the only time I've ever seen a healer get that and not fall over dead because that that's ridiculous. Like, it's so weird. Uh, but yeah, it it's like, oh, kids are saying it's been nerfed a little bit. So it's technically, yeah. So it's actually possible to physically yeah. do. And that was just <laughs> it. We were just like, what is happening? That doesn't change the idea. Don't let your healer get that. That's <laughs> bad. <laughs> You're Again, if your healer gets that, somebody else did something wrong right um but yeah it was just such a funny experience when when she was new to the dungeon she didn't realize why we were all so surprised at first that she wasn't just because we were like all right wipe it was like uh so yeah um but yeah that that is it is a fun hard mode it like the only real thing is to your point and the one i had was i appreciate the variety but they should not never bring back the box mechanic (laughs) um and the other one that i had a real problem with i could see them but to your point arc and it bothered me because it got me it it got me killed on one of our runs was you know the little like when you go to the the, you get chained to those pillars Mm -hmm. and you like bleed out and the little hemoglobins like show up on the ground the little like blood globs so 
we had a bunch of those because we were largely ignoring them because they don't really <laughs> do anything. Um, and while we were readjusting the boss, um, there were so many at my feet, which I was just basically ignoring because I was like, well, whatever, they don't do anything. Like, they'll just kill them when they come back to boss to hit the mm -hmm. boss again. They'll just die to cleave. <clears throat> they got under my feet and it thought I was sliding down a mountain. <laughs> so I stopped blocking because my character model did the like slide animation where you yeah. like put your arms up and you're like gliding and the boss <laughs> uppercutted the shit out of me. Killing me. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. We got to actually not have quite this many of these things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, I hold a miniature grudge against the little hemoglobins. But yeah, <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> uh, so anything else, Doc? No, I think that's it. Mm. Yeah. So actually, I'm going to... working on Twitch on my phone. Yay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> now you can earn drops again. <laughs> I know. Can't go without the drops, you guys. <laughs> so I'm going to go second because <laughs> we had a fun attempt at Corollary. Yeah. Now, we got the final boss to execute twice, which you would think that's, you know, not that's normal after Lotus talked about all the mechanics in our, you know, spoiler episode. But w the problem I realized was when I got to the final boss, I was still pretty blind. Because apparently I got it all wrong from everything you explained about the fight. <laughs> so it didn't go well. But I'll, I'll start from the beginning. So... We got through the toilet flush boss uh, normally. I'm going to skip that. And then we started throwing ourselves at the Sardil, Sardil, whatever, the, the Nightblade boss. Oh, now, yeah. Last week... The gymnast. The gymnast, yeah. <laughs> the week before that, we only had gotten that boss to execute once. So we were very excited about throwing ourselves at it again this week. And we started doing the fight, and it's just... For a while, the fight goes all right, right? And then eventually everything starts spawning. And then it starts spawning more stuff while everything is already spawning. And then on top of that, it does even more stuff while everything is happening. So you, you get ads, you get the, the archers from above shooting you, you get the mages in the corner. At some point, a big Khajiit dude shows up and starts smacking you as well. I don't know why he gets involved in all of that. And then I can tell where the boss is because everyone looks like the boss. So someone has to scream like, the boss is on me. And I'm like, wait, where? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so well, all the shades are mimics of it. Like they, Yeah, they, yeah. It, it, that, I, it's something that it's like, I got to make sure that I'm quick with as well because it's like, there's six of them around the room, and then the real one. So it's like, okay, well, there's seven of the well, same model. Even the ads are, like, shadow-looking. Oh, yeah. Like, the small they're, ads they're are shadow-looking shadow as well. So everything is shadow-looking, except right. the big Khajiit dude and the mages. So <laughs> I'm sure. thinking I'm taunting the boss, and someone screams from the other end of the room, like, the boss is on me. I'm like, no. <laughs> what am I fighting right then? Here. <laughs> and then I look at the name, and it says, like, I don't know, archer, generic archer guy. <laughs> on top of it, I'm like, oh, come on. I so, hate generic archer guy. <laughs> <laughs> so we, like, after a lot of screaming, various, you know, strategy changes, a lot of screaming, like the bash, bash, you know, interrupt, that type of thing. We eventually got the boss to execute. Well, we failed at, like, 3 or 6% once. Oh, uh, those are murder. That, that hurt, because the boss had, like, 300k health, 
And mm. I don't know what happened, but something happened and everyone died and I was the only one alive. And I was like, no, no, no. And I was looking at my magma shell to like fill up. And it's just like, if I had a couple more seconds, I could have just like yeah. dropped magma shell and maybe saved the fight. Yeah. But it didn't happen. So we got back in there again. We eventually, long story short, after a lot of fighting, we killed it. And that Dang. felt like clearing the whole dungeon on hard mode. <laughs> like, that was the same level of excitement as clearing, like, a full Castle Thorn on hard mode or, like, a full Moon Grey Fane on hard mode. That boss was... Ugh. That was that was a rough fight. And it just you overloads your brain with so much information. It's insane. Yeah. I just, even, yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I like that fight to an extent. I just wish it was less long. Hmm. Uh, yes. That that's the thing. like that, with the final fight as well, like the entire corollary, yeah. even the first fight, take it's, it's like cool, it's like NASCAR racing. Yeah. Uh, did I say that last week as well? Each. Yeah. I, maybe. And <laughs> if you didn't, you should have. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's an endurance thing, which I get to an extent. That's what they're going for. So mm -hmm. that you can't really burn through. But it's like, okay, and she's up in the rafters. And then she's down for a while. And then she's up in the rafters. And it's like, we've been trying to get the time. I mean, we actually have only run Corollary like once more just to so show somebody mm -hmm. else the, the, the thing. Um, but it's all about like, okay, get ready. The second she drops, ulti dump as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, she's still likely to get back up there. <laughs> oh, God. It, like, every fight in Corollary yeah, could it's just, use it's one phase less. Like the toilet flush, just Agreed. once, not the second one. And then the... I love, yes. I, and that's just it. Why two? Why yeah. two of those phases? Like one is perfect. Like, mm -hmm. and then the 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 Sardil, the gymnast boss, goes up once. Like that's it, or maybe two. But it's just like one phase less on on every yeah. fight. Mm -hmm. But sure. Yeah, I mean, once we cleared it, we obviously got a lot of adrenaline, and we were like on to the final boss. And between yeah. going to the final boss and and clearing the Sardil, I already tweeted out to Finn, like, yes, get this, huh? Mm -hmm. I mean... <laughs> so we got to the final boss, and we, we as I said, we talked about it. You talked about the mechanics, like how you should not dodge and things like that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Lotus talked about all of this, <laughs> but I, I, I feel like I still don't have, so I feel like we are still blind, but I thought I would still have right. a more idea about the fight. I did not. Doing it is very different than hearing about it like, or watching. We started the fight, and my like Code's Combat Reflexes says like obliterate on the top of the screen. I'm like, oh, she obliterate. That's a one. That definitely a one shot thing. <laughs> so I dodge it, and then this like beam thing happens, and everyone just goes around, and I completely forget about what you said about face tanking this. And it took us like three wipes until I was like, oh, this is what Lotus was talking about. <laughs> the thing that I should not dodge. Yeah. It's, and then, it's funny you say that because like I couldn't even, to, to your, I couldn't articulate any of that because uh, since I don't know what any of that crap is called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even be like, oh, yeah, the obliterate is this or whatever. I'm like, yeah, if it doesn't kill me and I don't read my death recap, I have no idea what anything <laughs> is. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know. So... 
Like I, it doesn't even do damage when you block it. So I started just no, like it's face super deck. weak. It's it, yeah. Like, theoretically, if it a just DPS makes you panic for it, <laughs> yeah, the DPS can actually soak it in an emergency. Like mm -hmm. I had said, we had a couple situations where they basically baseball slid in. It was like quick block. Okay, heal me back up. Like it wasn't <laughs> one. So, but yeah, I mean, we figured that, and then the fight started happening. You know, I'm I'm tanking the boss. Everything is fine. And then the waves started happen. And the first time <laughs> the waves happened, I was like, oh shit, that looks beautiful. And immediately yeah. went, just like, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I got so distracted by how lovely that effect looks. It, I was like, oh, like, look at this. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And immediately and got slammed by it. And I was like, okay, well, this lovely effect we gotta avoid. And then it's so much dodging between like, I keep ending up on the wrong side of the freaking waves, and I just find that tiniest corner on the island to have my toe not touch the water because of the slaughterfish. Oh my god, I'm like, the slaughterfish, too. They're so aggressive. Dude, it's like, I find this, like, maybe one, you know, if you think about the island as a circle, I find this, like, 1% between the water and the, like, waves, and I try to squeeze myself in there, but my toe is touching the water, and the slaughterfish is biting my toe, so I'm screaming at our healer, healers, like, my toes, my toes, my toes, and she's trying to heal me through it. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I have to get used to that as well, because whenever a fight like this happens, I'm usually, I, I'm used to tanking at the corner, like on the edge, on the outer edge, so they can have the entire island to move freely. But when I do that yep. in this, I end up like getting squeezed into the corner with the, with the slaughterfish. <laughs> so I had to learn not to do that. And then we started getting the goddamn Link. Oh yeah. That it mind tether, us, baby. It took us so long to figure out what the hell the link does. So at first, and again, this is something you told me last episode, but hey, thanks, brain. Um, <laughs> so at first we were like, okay, split up. You know, whenever you get linked, it breaks if you just run opposite directions. We ran opposite directions and we died. So I'm like, hmm, okay, so maybe if you go over a certain distance... It kills you. So we tried not doing that. We died. <laughs> so, okay, that's not about it. And I'm trying to remember what Lotus said, but I just, it's... <laughs> I'm drawing... I, I, I know he said something about it. And then it's like, okay, let's try, like, going on the opposite direction and test the, like, distance, try touching the water. And then it's like, you get the link, and at the same time, you get the waves, and the only place in the waves that you can safely run to or dodge roll to is between that very small mm. gap between the two waves. And everybody just dodge rolls there, and we just explode. <laughs> so it took us several wipes to, for me to like remember that no one has to touch the freaking link. So we got that as well. So every like three, four wipes, we learned one mechanic. And then came the stupid lightning griffin. Oh my god, I understood yep. what the problem with the lightning griffin was. 
Mm. And so mm -hmm. many times, it's like, I am taking so much damage. Oh, shit, I'm in the lightning. And then everyone just tries to get <laughs> yeah. out of it. You try to, like, you try to kite it, but you are linked with someone. So you have to maintain, like, your distance and everything. And people doesn't have to touch it. And you have to be careful about the water. The lightning keeps pushing you towards the water as well. It's just... There is so much happening. And somehow I actually had an easier time with the lightning um, on this boss than I had troubles with like Moon Fane or Lair of Marcelloc. And I think that's because I am always looking from far away at the lightning while it's chasing like the healer and whatnot. So I can see the overall arena because I'm always on the edge lines. That I can yeah. always call out like, okay, you are about to touch lightning, move, 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 you know, just yell at people. But whenever, for whatever reason, I ended up having the lightning like cover my monitor, like my entire screen, then I could just not tell it apart. If I could yeah. see it from afar, mm -hmm. then I could tell it apart. But if everything I see, the entire ground was lightning, for whatever reason, if I'm like zoomed in or I'm cornered, then yeah, it was, it was problematic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, wouldn't it also just be better if it was labeled the same AOE color as, oh, I don't know, yeah, your AOEs? Yeah. So, uh -huh. one, thing, one thing that helped Throwing me that is <laughs> the lightning, as it comes up, like the when it's first coming up, it does the AOE color. So, once I realized yes. that, I'm like, I just registered where the lightning spawned. And then from that on, just kept my eye on the edge of the lightning because it's of just a lightning. tad bit brighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I would just like follow that around and yep. started like kiting clockwise or counterclockwise on the mm -hmm. outer edge um, and just like did that. And one thing we realized is it's best if we get the lightning bird at the beginning. Like if you get the lightning yeah. bird mm -hmm. as the first bird and you get that out of the way, you can continue the fight without worrying about that. But if you get it as the last bird... You are already tired, you know, it's like your brain is a mush, and then you get the lightning, and it's like, oh, God. But anyway, through a lot oh. of trial and error... Yeah, go ahead. One thing I want to say based based on that idea, um, first bird is, I again, I, I agree. Like, it seemed like, okay, get, the, get, get him out first is lightning bird. Mm. Ironically, my favorite spot that I learned after a lot of abuse mm. in there is it's actually best if you can get it second hmm. because then you can stack the bird directly on the boss and you don't need to worry about over cleaving because it's such a gap between the third griffin oh so if you if you get it first you could over, like you can't squish them together because you'll knock 10% off the boss before you oh, get down the, the thing griffin. is we tried keeping them separate it just didn't work because of all the oh movement. so would you just accept having two griffins all the time well, Kitsu and Jen just burns the bird so hard that yeah. by the time second burn completes the animation and comes to me, the first one dies. The, the first one's dying. Okay, because uh, that's yeah. what we ended yeah. up defaulting into because of the problem. But yeah, one of the things that I like doing with the first bird to stagger it a little is I would get the bird on one side and the, the, the dude on the other side. So I was kind of in the middle and they were both hitting me in both directions. And I then it's like when that. you've got... Yeah, it wasn't cooperative. I, I mean, I, it's not. That's a lot easier. I couldn't said do than it. Done. Yeah, <laughs> like I got it done once, and I'm like, "Oh, this is beautiful. I should do that every time." And then I never could do it again. So the next thing I tried doing was I would inner rage 
the boss and puncture the bird. So there is a yep. difference in resistance. Mm. So the bird in resistance. But then I started That's getting that confused. Idea. And I started inarranging the board and puncturing the boss. <laughs> so it, it nice. became even worse. Great. Perfect. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to bother with this. And I'm just going to let <laughs> Kitsu and Jen do what they do best and just melt things away. Yeah. Um, but eventually we like started getting the hang of like every mechanic and it just became a matter of execution. And then I started getting the benefit of my stupid ultimate regen build a lot. Because every time I was in like trouble, I would just pop Magma Shell. I always had Magma Shell ready, almost all the time. And I realized I could actually go through the entire fight because just of my constant ability. Yeah, just, well, no, but I could just go on about my day without Luna focus healing me most of yep. the time. Because sure. the, the damage you take is... It's not constant. It's not like a no, huge dot. So you can always just like lose a bit of health, gain a bit of health on your own. Like you can self-sustain as a tank. So once we figured that as well, I'm like, I told Luna, okay, you can focus, you know, on Jen and Kitsu and I'll do my best to keep myself alive. Of course, that becomes a problem when Luna and I are linked and the DPS right. are on the other side and we are on this side and it's like, you know. Or, you know, yeah, when... I, I definitely think tanking in there is the least stressful of the three roles. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Everybody else, when I was like, when I was going through that, I was like, wow, you all have a lot more to pay attention to than I do. <laughs> I was I mean, like, okay. Nothing except the waves one shots you in there. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So you can just like pretty much, I mean, if you're in lightning AOE, you can like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to run out of the lightning AOE. And it or... takes a little while to build up to doing a substantial mm -hmm. amount of damage. Yeah. Like, or if whereas you get... them, it's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, or if you get touched off. by like the whirlwind of the griffin, it's like, okay, yeah, it yeah, touched. I, I just it's stand a wind. in that. I'm just like, <laughs> I just want to move these things too much. I'll just stand in that. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yep. So Agreed. the problem started happening when we got all got very tired and started like wiping each other thanks to the link or stuff like mm -hmm. that and for example <laughs> um like kitsu and i would be linked and luna dies for example or jen dies so kitsu goes to heal jen but we are still linked and there's just response immediately into the link and we just into blow the link. Up. that's such a tragedy when you respawn <laughs> yeah. in the link it's like oh god yeah or like you respawn like I sometimes, you know, I would every now and then I die as well. And because the entire group is amazing kiters, they just kite around the boss and someone reses me. And they have this insane Templar slash champion point res thing. Yes. It takes a second. Rah. It's like they press F and I'm like up and yep. about ready to roll. Yep. But like they res me immediately. And I get up and I'm inside the lightning, like, oh shit, and god damn it. Yo. <laughs> like, and you got, yeah, you got lessened resources. So it's like, I gotta get out Yeah, of this. I immediately like, start melting away because I can't yeah. do anything. I don't have resources. Right. Like, whoop, goes back down. So right. a lot of this started to happen. And eventually we started recovering a lot by yelling, like, don't res, don't res. Or I would pop Magma yep. Shell and start going around, like, I would res someone using my Magma Shell. And then start getting hammered again until my magma shell fills back up. Pop it again, go rest someone else. Somebody so, else, yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just magma shelling all the time until I can just res people. And we eventually got to execute. And we're like, yes, execute. And a 
big goddamn bird just came by and the boss became invulnerable and a tornado appeared in the middle of the arena and started spewing lightning everywhere and we were like wait what and um i realized i can just take the hits from the lightning but the problem is the others can't the lightning hurts like all those like spiral lightning mm. stuff yep and we weren't expecting an invulnerability phase in Execute. We just thought, okay, a lot of things will happen and we'll execute it. No, a new bird comes by and a lot of lightning. So we died again. But since we got the hang of it, we, after a couple more wipes, we got to execute again. And we all, everybody died. And I'm like, I'm alive. So I started running around the arena, getting hit by the boss and the big bird and the lightning AoEs and just filling up my ultimate. So I could just pop Magma Shell and get somebody up so they can res the others because other than kids who both jen and luna has that like insane fast res thing so they can just yep. res people <clears throat> so i go there we are all like screaming the boss is down below 20 percent and i'm like i know if i can, if we can just res one person well not the boss but the big bird um if we can just res some one person we can just turn this entire thing around I go over, I don't remember if Jen or Luna, I pop Magma Shell, I'm not taking any damage, I'm comfortable, I press F, my character just twitches. I'm like, I press F, my character just twitches and does nothing. I press F, my character just twitches and does nothing. I'm like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I just spammed F trying to res, but I got that, apparently it's a, it's a known thing. Um, your character just does this like beginning of the res animation and, and just goes just back to normal out. and just starts yep. twitching I hate and, I, it. and i died yeah. like that and i'm like not like this thing <laughs> <laughs> and we called it a night there so yeah I hopefully this tuesday hopefully this tuesday will clear it because now at Knock least we out. know it. it was like by the way like fourth fifth hour or something like that if yeah. i remember correctly so it was, it was a long time too so we were all potatoes um, so hopefully <laughs> next week, um, on Tuesday, we'll clear it. And I heard shipwrights, whatever, uh, the other one regret. is easier. Yeah. So hopefully next episode, I will be here with the Tales of Triumph um, <laughs> instead of... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's it from me. That was, the, that was my game time. Well, I guess that can segue right into me because I actually um, last time just had time uh, with our little prod to do uh, the corollary. And this time, uh, much to what you had just mentioned, we we're like, well, let's do shipwreck because or shipwright because like mm. we haven't yet. We just had that initial one where <laughs> we were doing it on stream launch launch night and we didn't even have a healer. It was like, <laughs> ah, let's just figure it out. And uh, it it was painful um <laughs> but we went in this time with uh the full group of thrash and slayers and uh we yeah it's it's no noticeably easier i'm not going to mm -hmm. tell anybody that it's easy mm. but it is much easier mm -hmm. and uh our group was able to handle it pretty pretty reasonably um we got through it the the it's still going to be a rough perfecta to try to do um <laughs> But it seems much more reasonable than Corollary, which we kind of plan out our strategy before we try doing it. And then it comes to practicing it. Mm -hmm. Corollary, my strategy so far is, I don't know, 
Whereas, <laughs> whereas Shipwright seems very much like, okay, if we get through this, we can probably do this. We actually can probably skip most. If, I, I'm not sure how much uh, what, time doesn't seem. It's a pretty short dungeon if you don't do the, this, the three mm, secret bosses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we might just grab one boss or, or whatever. I mean, we tend to just grab which ones we think are most useful and just skip mm. the others. Mm. Uh, but then if we really want, it's like, okay, we'll go through and do without, but it's never, unless there's an achievement, which both of them do have an achievement for doing all the hard oh. modes without any buffs. Um, it's a separate title, actually, this time, if you do that. Oh, okay. I noticed is, that, yeah. Yeah, which is interesting, because it's kind of like the old-fashioned thing that they did in um, Stone Garden, which is don't use any buffs for beating that hard mode, or all those hard modes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got those again, and it's like, we always just kind of try to min-max what we think is most efficient mm-hmm. for getting secrets or not when we do them. Um, where Shipwright seems like you got plenty of time, not having the buffs time seems like it's going to be brutal in corollary anyways going for Mm. zero secret bosses so eh, i'm not too sure yet um (laughs) but what do you call it um either way we went into shipwright and i don't know people can let me know what they think about uh this but I actually think the hardest hard mode in there is actually the first boss. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> it was some like are... the ghost, right? Yeah, it's the ghost <clears throat> one. I actually think that's the most complicated of the hard modes. Just... That's good to know. Yeah, All I know is um... the light, once the ghosts spawn, his light attack just slaps. Oh uh, yeah, That's it's, it's most know. unpleasant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I actually, I, I personally, we thought that was the most challenging of the three of them. Um, and there was one thing that we were trying to figure out when we were doing it on launch night. Um, but our our sorcerer in the group, Bill, I don't know whether he heard it or noticed it or whatever. But one thing that we found out that is super super useful is you can control who gets the grouping mechanics when he like Mm. throws up that thing where it's like one person is hexed and they can't have everybody group on them. You have to have one person group Mm -hmm. up to pair. You can control who gets that effect. (gasps) Really? It's the person that's at the farthest away from the boss will be targeted with it. Oh, So we specifically had the healer stand behind everyone. It gave it to her. And then we had designated the sorcerer to group with her. The problem is in execute, it throws it to two people. So it's a (laughs) little harder to pick. So we, so what we did was we had designated pairs and backup pairs. Nice. If, so-and-so has this, they group with this person by default. If both of those people were to have it, flip who you're going with. It took us a little bit to figure it out. Once we figured that out, we managed to beat it, but it was super chaotic just trying to get that organized. Then we went through the other ones, and there's actually not that much to say because the second boss fight, um, hmm. I don't We, It's really not that... Actually, I don't know if it's at all different. It just has more health. <laughs> it does more damage. I don't actually know anything that's different between hard mode and not hard mode mm. in the second fight. It's the same fight, except this Spriggan has a lot more health. Mm. The explodey dogs have more health, and there's more mm. shit in the room. Oh, there might be a lurcher. <laughs> I don't know if there's a lurcher on... Um, I honestly can't mode. remember. Yeah, I can't, I'm, like, struggling to remember it, that fight. I feel yeah, like... it's just a really, really tall 
um, friggin', friggin' thing. And then yeah. she spawns the dogs that explode. In this. That's right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that. That was that wasn't really much of any. So so we did that. And the only thing that was kind of chaotic is the final hard mode with the amount of crap on the deck, literal <laughs> crap, like all over the deck because everybody's vomiting everywhere uh, <laughs> with the, the shipwright people. Um, so at first we were like, oh, we got to clear this cr- garbage out of here. Like this is this problematic. And it is problematic to an extent uh, because if you're walking through it blocking Every step you take counts as a block because you're in mm. damage, which obliterates your resources. Yeah. Um, and we realized, which is weird because it's very much unlike Corollary, where it's like, oh, you plan this out. And do that. Our solution to that was, well, screw these mechanics. They're dumb. Let's just kill the thing. That's the answer <laughs> to that dungeon. That is absolutely the answer to that final hard mode. We were just like, oh, ignore the puke. Know. Don't do any of this. Ignore the minis. Like, who cares? And we just beat the crap out of the boss and we won. Like that was, <laughs> you can't, we killed off the Hulk just because they're way more damaging than the boss. But the boss wasn't really our concern. It's just, there's so much junk on the ground, it slowed you down a lot, which was problematic. However, we did learn that when the tidal waves come up over the shore and onto the deck, it washes away the crap that it goes over. Mm. So, okay. We just tried to get all the garbage in a pile, and then when the waves instinctively try to hit us, it washed all the crap off the deck so we could walk around anyways. Nice. So, like, I don't know. It wasn't nearly the project of the previous one. Don't get me wrong. It's still a super good challenge. Like, I, mm-hmm. I actually, I, I like Shipwright quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It just seems a little less aggressive, and it didn't have any mm-hmm. of those weird mechanics where I was like, I just wish I could see this better, or this right. feels <laughs> elongated. That fight, even though he he ports himself out to the water a couple times, it doesn't feel artificial. And the mm-hmm. second... The second fight, the only time she's invincible is if you're letting her stand in her own aura of, like, goop. Mm-hmm. If you walk her around, she's not invincible. It's up to you whether she's invincible or not. So it's yeah. like, that place felt less intentionally delayed than Corollary did. Mm-hmm. Although I think Corollary is a little more creative with how off... Like, that place has got some unique stuff mm-hmm. in it. Um, but yeah, both of them I like quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, we definitely didn't have as much of an issue with Shipwright. Uh, and we've done some random achievements in there. There's one for making sure that you kill the boss on Veteran without having more than 10 piles of garbage on the <laughs> deck, which was actually kind of awkward because they're puking everywhere all the time. Right. So, I mean, that was interesting. Um, and we had, uh, what was it? Don't get hit by any of the rain and stuff in the second fight that's just be a spaz and run around a lot that was <laughs> i did it on guaranir in one try oh my so God. it was like yeah don't he doesn't escape you're, you're always <laughs> in guaranir. um i i did it on in one try because i was just like oh, i'll just stop doing damage and then come back in like it, it was really just if you want to do it that it's just avoid all the stuff that's it's not rng based it's not any of that stuff and you can dodge roll out of it even if you're in bad positioning which i like because it's like okay well that benefits awareness not luck so it's like i thought that was pretty cool um i've been doing a ton of the event because i've been trying to level up on pc i'm um pretty close to 600 cp i think on pc Nice. nice um and yeah, so I've been jumping in and out of that on PC. And then um, what is 
The other, th the only other thing that I really wanted to mention specifically since the last show, which it was brought up the fact that I, I said that I just have the hobo horse <laughs> on PC, <laughs> the, the free level up horse. And um, I, I believe it was uh, Cobra uh, who mentioned somebody, somebody get this man a guar. <laughs> and shout out to SD <laughs> for gifting me a guar literally yes. right after the stream ended. So now I heroically ride around on a guar on PC. What um, have you done, SD? Yes. <laughs> So thank you for that. That was awesome of you. I greatly appreciate that. And I will ride around the on cult my... Cult of Guar appreciates your donation. Correct. And I was going to say, <laughs> I now have a noble Guar to ride around on PC. I Did so. you name it? You um, need to name I, it. I think his name came as Freckles, and I didn't think I wanted to rename <laughs> it. Because he's covered in spots. He is, yes. yeah. So I think his name was Freckles or something like that. I was like, all right, Freckles, it's into battle, I guess. Adorable. He's like, yeah. like, okay, this is, I guess, what we're doing. Love it. So, yeah. So that was that was very nice of you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it from me. Otherwise, I've just been kind of doing the event stuff. I did... I guess I would just like to throw out just because it's been something I was briefly part of and I don't really <laughs> want it to sound like bad or anything like that. But um, I was in just like a help. Like I, I was a fill in to another prog. It was a Griffin Hart prog or whatever. And I fingers crossed for you all. I hope you get it soon or whatever. Um, one thing, and I don't feel anybody was disrespectful in that group, but like one thing that I will always say to people uh, when you get to like end game stuff, if that's something you have interest in, you can like people and you can get along with people and stuff like that. Sometimes you just don't have good synergy in groups, mm -hmm. and that's okay. <laughs> um, Try not, I mean, it can be, especially when you're close to something, try not to let it get too frustrating or think it's you're screwing something up. Sometimes people just don't work that great together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and like, yeah, it, it was just like, there was a lot of experience in there. Uh, my big thing, which I, I'm, it's, it was very late at night and I was totally down to help if I could, <clears throat> but oh my God, one, I don't really like cloud rest that much. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I don't like any either of the mini trials all that much um but going back in there as i <laughs> after i got my griffin heart and got the stray side achievements to get my welcome our liberator i literally have not gone back into cloud rest since then <laughs> uh and that was in like september or something like that so i just i've had nothing to do with that place and i was like oh man i'm gonna be so rusty and i was for like one or two pulls and then i kind of remembered everything and the one thing that was interesting is while we were practicing, it's, a, it's weird how something that beat the crap out of you for so long when you learn it <laughs> becomes so second nature once you yeah. prove to yourself you can do it. Because mm -hmm. after like two pulls, I remembered what entirely everything to do. And it, they had a couple different strategies. So I'm like, oh, OK, well, I'll, I'll do this instead, because, again, I, I'm not leading the trial. You tell me what you want and I contribute if I can do so. Um, but it was just weird because there were so many things that I did not even remember remembering <laughs> until I was doing them. And I was like, why did I know that I was going to be doing this? Like, it's, it's just it was weird that it was just like instinctively I set up my bars the same. 
because it's really weird for that setup in there because as I, as many when you're mini tanking it kind of a bizarre setup or at least i do um because you want like chains on your front bar because you don't have time to be grabbing this other crap and you you know mm. and you don't really take that much abuse as mini tanks mm -hmm. so it's like your self heals are kind of minimal you just need a lot of practicality stuff for the group and it was just funny because like I, at one point I was like looking at the, you know, one of the minis and trying to remember like, okay, so this is happening and they're determining who goes to the portal. And in the background, I'm just like instinctively like going around and chaining around the boss. It was like, I didn't even realize they were in portal, let alone there were ads coming up. I was like, this is terrifying that this has been ingrained in my skull. I was like, this is weird. Um, so I wonder what useful knowledge I pushed out to get that knowledge stuck in there. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> that's really knowledge I don't care to keep. But um, yeah, in general, the the only real point of me saying that it's like because it was a nice group of people and I met some pretty chill people that I, you know, hopefully I'll be able to run with again. Um, but yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like sometimes no matter how good a group can be, don't beat yourself up if it doesn't mm -hmm. work, because um, it doesn't always work. And for a variety of reasons. And sometimes that can get kind of awkward and it's pretty daunting when you go from team to team to team to find mm -hmm. that one that clicks. And it's hard enough to do with a four-person group. Doing with a 12-person mm -hmm. trial team? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so involved. But um, yeah, so either way, best of luck to them. I hope they manage to uh, kind of organize a little bid and figure out what works and doesn't and uh find a team that can can hold together for the couple people that were looking for their griffin heart in that group or whatever uh but yeah that's pretty much it for me uh in this past week otherwise it's just been an xp grinding all right well uh in that case that brings us to the end of tales and i believe end of the show because we don't have any emails for this week but if you do want to send your own message or email to the show you can do so at talesoftarmialpodcast at gmail.com. This, this will be the segment for it. And if there's nothing else, we may as well wrap the show since it's past midnight. For me. Sounds good. In the, yeah. in the future land. I need to fix my computer, apparently. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder if just the I have reset no idea will what's fix happening. it or not. I, I mean. I hope so, because I'm like, what is that? Because it's like not right. It's so weird because I, I, I'm on the Discord call with y'all. I was waiting for you to cut out. <laughs> I was too, because nothing else internet-wise is recognizing. Like Discord, if y'all are sending me messages on Discord, I apologize. I cannot pull up the messages. Like Discord is not working apart from this call. Like everything is like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's Dumpster just a file. bit of bandwidth Dumpster left. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a bit of bandwidth left in like in the in the internet all of Fort Dodge. Energy, yeah. Onto the, like Spider-Man holding the boat or like the train. It's you know, it's just <laughs> trying to hold it together for this Discord call. <laughs> and once the call is over, the computer's just like. And, and we're done. And yeah. like, and we're done. Blue screen. Don't <laughs> Uh, but in that case, you can follow everything we do over at talesoftarmialpodcast.com, as we mentioned. There you can find links to all of our social media and the content for Tales, including Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Discord, and our Twitter accounts. 
Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls themed rewards in the process. You can also consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes it matters. Thank you all so <laughs> much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time on twitch.tv slash Tales of Tamriel for the next live show. Have a great night, everybody. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red Diamond, Red Diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.